Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. Yep. Yep. The derriere. You have to shake it. Part of their song. Hoop, there it is. What's going on, everybody, on this Saturday uh, afternoon? It's uh, right afternoon, and the sirens are going off into the suburbs, and we're getting ready to play a little hang up and listen. Uh, you know, but I want to let everybody know the rules of this, the game that we play here. All at Memphis Sport Live, the number three sports talk radio show in the city of Memphis. The, the game is hang up and listen, and the rules are like this. You call the show, you ask a question or make a statement or, you know, just anything you want to talk about. And then, you know, I'll answer your question or talk about whatever you call it. Talk about me, CJ, Johnny Radio, any one of us. Uh, Kevin Cerrito, he's out of the building today. So it'll be us three answering your question or talking about whatever subject matter you call to talk about or voice your opinion about. All you have to do is call into the show. The number to call is 8 is 360 8255 that is the number to call to play a little hang up and listening I want to let everybody know that every week on hang up and listen the first caller receives $10 to ease 24 hour cafe yeah every week before the show we eat ease here for breakfast and it is always delicious you know ease is Memphis's new just 24 hour diner serving breakfast lunch and dinner they serve it all day long and if you're looking for a bite to eat coming home from a late game or an event downtown no need to stop at a fast food joint stop at ease for some tasty food some tasty ease there is you know there are at there are three ease 24-hour cafe locations in memphis the original ease on the union avenue across from methodist university hospital the location at 4287 summer avenue and the brand new restaurant at poplar and the mount mariah Let's go eat at ease. And like I said, the uh, the first caller receives a $10 gift certificate to ease. But our best caller of Hang Up and Listen always receives a prize. And uh, Johnny Radio, what can the winner of Hang Up and Listen receive uh, this week? This week, the winner of Hang Up and Listen will receive their choice of either $25 to the Green Beetle or Kevin Host Trivia. I was also there last Saturday. Beautiful little spread. Good food. Great drinks. Great time. Or the final game down at the DeSoto Civic Center for the River Kings against the Ice Bears. A six-pack of tickets to check out the final game of the River Kings. $25 the Green Beetle or River Kings Hockey. All right, and there you have it. And again, the rules of hang up a list and you call the show, ask a question, make a statement that you want us to talk about, and we will do that. So now, while the sirens are going off into the suburbs, it is time to play a little hang up and listen. The, uh, the phone lines are open right now. Uh, if you're out in your car driving around, you want to play a little hang up and listen, you can call in right now and you'll go ahead and be the first caller and receive that $10 to ease 24-hour cafe. It's just that simple. The number of the call is 360-8255, um, It's going to be hard to get people to call in uh, 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 today because you know, I know people are listening to this program while also watching the Tigers basketball game. And if you're doing so, then you know that the Memphis Tigers are now trailing they're losing by one point to Southern Miss, so this game is going to be a close one. It is going to come down to it, and uh, hopefully Memphis will be able to pull out the victory in uh, this basketball game. It's, it's a big one, but, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll figure things out uh, a little bit later on in the uh, program. We should have a final score for you, and now we have a hang-up and listening caller, Joe. Joe, you're on hang-up and listen. Hey, Joe. Hey, Marcus. How you doing? This is Joe. Hey, man, I've been around a while, been overseas. I never could hook up with Victoria, so I had to find me a French model online. But I've been overseas for a while. i got to tell you what, it's just uh, uh, almost despicable, the, the comparison between sports fans over there and sports fans here. I'm a big Tennessee guy, and, man, I just love my SEC football and basketball, even baseball. And I, I just love the way people in this country have passion for their sports. And I almost some panty waste over in Europe. They, they don't even know what passion is about sports. And, that's basically just about it. But, hey, tell Victoria I'm back in the country, and I'll just hang up and listen. Thanks. All right. Thank you, 
Joe, we will definitely. I, my bad, Johnny Radio. I did that. That's me. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, we will. Uh, you know, Victoria, if you're out there listening, Joe is back. You know, we we've been wondering where Joe was. We hadn't heard from Joe. And now we know why. Joe was overseas, and now he is back in the States. And, Victoria, he is still looking out for you. So, uh, you know, we still got to make that MSL uh, love connection. Uh, you know, Joe's talking about uh, fans overseas as opposed to uh, you know, fans here in the States. And, you know, I've never been overseas. But I think oh, Johnny Radio has. Johnny Radio, what do you think about fans overseas? Now, I am not going to lie to you. I didn't go over there to check out some sporting events. I was scoping out a few other things. I do not blame you one bit. But (laughs) I will say, other sports outside of soccer, they're not very into. Mm -hmm. But there was a soccer game going on in Paris when I was there, and it was insane. I've never seen people with that much gear on. Mm -hmm. One year I went to a Titans game. It was freezing outside. I was um, a little inebriated. I painted my chest blue (laughs) and put some stuff on me. But these guys... It was freezing there, and they were all everybody out there had their stuff off and the hats on and everything. So they're passionate about soccer, which I don't consider a sport. So I don't consider them <laughs> true sports fans at all. You don't consider soccer a sport. You can't use your hands. This is true. You cannot use your hands, but soccer is an interesting sport. But you know, I. Yeah, overseas, I mean, you see video of, like, the soccer fans and how they're, like, burning down the stadium and they're throwing toilet paper everywhere. It's it's crazy, the soccer scene uh, that goes on in other countries. But, yeah, it doesn't seem like they are into other sports nearly as much as they are into their soccer. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I hate on soccer. I mean, I get it. I understand the game. I know the game of soccer. And when the World Cup rolls around or the Olympics, uh, when the United States men are in the Olympics, but when the World Cup rolls around, it's an interesting watch. I pull for Team USA, and I can understand how the intense feeling, you're pretty much holding on to every possession because you never know at what point you're going to get that breakout run, and you're going to get that goal, and you're going to get that score, and it could be just one goal. can be that's all you get in an entire soccer match. So I understand, and I get the interest in the game, but it just moves so slow to me. It's, nothing happens for so long. The field is so big, and oh. then they just kick the ball up in the air, and the score might be one to nothing. And I mean, it just—I just don't have any interest. Exactly. I mean, if if you're a soccer fan, and you I'm may sorry, soccer fan, you may only have that one moment. I mean, like like like, what if you look down on your phone and you decide that you want to send a tweet, and boom, there goes the score, there goes the goal, another one that happened for the remainder of the game. You miss the moment. What about that Alabama LSU game, that that nine six fiasco? What about that one? What's the difference in that game and soccer? Because nothing happened then either. But everybody's like that was one of the greatest games of the year. Blah 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 blah. SEC speed, whatever. It's football. It's completely different. Completely different argument. It's football. They hit each other. Exactly. They do something. Listen. Speaking speaking of, um, I was at a football game. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. This this game was in uh, in Starkville several years ago. It's Mississippi State Auburn. I was at that game. The final score, I think, was five to three or six to three. It was something like that. No, it was six to two. It was whatever. It was a ridiculously low score. And I'm at that game, and it was a phenomenal football game. I never thought that I could be in that entertained by a game that the final score was three to two. Yeah, I, I never thought I could be entertained by a game that saw one team make a field goal, each team miss two field goals. And then a safety happened. To, like, it was the craziest game, but it was one of the most exciting football games I had ever been to. And nobody scored a touchdown. So, football is a little different because at least they're hitting each other. At least something is going on. Soccer is just like a bunch of guys running around in the middle of the field kicking the ball. And you just don't really understand what's going on. It's like... Are we, we going to score, you know, like like goalies just hanging out on one end of the field and he's down there for about 15 to 20 minutes. Nobody's coming in his area. I just don't get it. And then there's too much running, and I don't understand how people do all that running. But then again, that's why I don't play soccer. We need to get some soccer players on the team. You know, we do need some soccer players on our on our basketball team. Speaking of our basketball team, uh, since we have some open lines for Hang Up and Listen, the number to call is 360-8255 for Hang Up and Listen, 360-8255. Uh, you, you heard CJ and myself talk about this uh, basketball game that we had earlier this week on a Thursday. And uh, CJ, listen, man, I hate to lose. And it's one thing to lose 
But it's another thing to lose a game the way in which we didn't look like we belonged on the same court as those guys we played. And I played with this team last year. And last year, we we were one of the better teams in the league. It was clear that no, it's like, I don't think many people on our team have picked up a basketball since the last game we played <laughs> last year. Everybody was out of shape. Everybody was tired. We were making, you know, mental mistakes. And I'm not going to sit here and, and proclaim to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time because I'm not. But you can clearly tell when one team has been playing basketball and working out and when the other team is just a bunch of guys who who got together and was like, we're just going to have a good time. I'm going to be honest. Last time I played organized basketball, 2005, Golden Tate with Seattle Seahawks. He pit us out of the regional tournament. That's the last time I picked the ball up. 2005? Yep. Well, you know what, CJ? I'm glad I know that because next time we play, I'm going to tell everybody on the team, hey, CJ can play defense when it comes to offense. Yeah, just, yeah. You no offensive game? Give it to somebody else. I was told by a coach not to dribble, pass, or shoot. Wow. Not to dribble, pass, or shoot. You know, I'm not, listen, I'm not a great dribbler. I'm not a great, listen, this, this is how bad our team was. I had to run point guard. I can't go left. Anybody who plays basketball against me knows I can't go left. And I, I know I'm telling on myself here. And if, you know, if, if the next team we play has, has a guy on it who listens to this show, and, you know, obviously they will since we're the number three sports talk radio show in Memphis and everybody listens to Memphis Sport Live, they're going to know that I can't go left. So we're going to – CJ, we got to start setting some screens. If, if, if I have to stand up there at the top of the key and, and play point guard – I can't go left. I'm just letting you know that right now. So if God plays me to my right hand side. Please come help. I was wondering why when I would set screens for you to go left, you never used them. Because <laughs> I cannot go left. I got one left dribble and then I can pull up. I'm like LeBron. I can drive hard to my right, go on left. I have one dribble pull up. That's all I can do. And so that's uh, you know that's how that one went. But uh, we lost the game. I think we ended up losing that game by about by around 20 points uh, or so. Um, it's, it's unfortunate. Uh, that we weren't able to get the victory in that one. But, you know, we have another game coming up uh, this week, and uh, hopefully the outcome will be a little different. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to recommend uh, that all my teammates uh, that are listening to the program right now, you know, it's, it's a beautiful day outside. Go get a jog in. I think that we're in a, in a little better shape than we may be able to uh, compete at a higher level because uh, I think that's our problem. I don't think talent is necessarily the problem. I think it's uh, the lack of being in shape. I love how you're sitting here breaking down church league basketball. That's great. Shows your versatility. Look, man, I hate losing, man. It's, it's, it's about it's about it's, it's about losing. I don't want to lose in anything. It's, it's pretty sad, and, and unfortunately, that's rubbed off on my daughter. She hates losing. Also, she would it, it, instead of losing, she would literally take her ball and go home before she would lose. <laughs> and she got it. She got it honestly, though. All right, we got uh, we're gonna go to Brian on hang up and listen to Brian. What's going on? Uh, yeah, hey, what's up, Marcus? Doing well, I doing was, well. I was uh, wondering, um, the NFL is talking about doing a little bit of a rule change with possibly penalizing running backs for lowering their head. Um, I don't know how else a running back can run up the middle and not lower his head. I wonder what you think about them, this proposal, and I'm going to hang up and listen. All right. Thank you, Brian. Well, he, well you know, um, that is a very interesting rule because – I don't understand how a running back can perform his job as a running back and not lower his head when he's running through the middle. I mean, you're just setting – think about this. I was a linebacker, and and the one thing you want to see as a linebacker is a running back running through the hole standing up straight. You're going to lay him out. That's what you want to do. If you, I mean, I don't understand how you can be a running back and run through the hole, see three guys coming at you, and not lower your head because that's what you have. I think it's more dangerous to not lower your head than it would be to lower your head. Do you think that this is kind of just something that the NFL is trying to do because they've taken so much away from the defense that they're trying to act like they're trying to make it a little bit harder for the offense? <sighs> if, if if you turn that into a rule, you're not gonna just make it harder for the offense. You're gonna make you're gonna make the, you're gonna completely take the running game out of out of in, out of football. You're gonna take the running game out because I don't understand. 
every play isn't every play isn't a design sweep. It isn't a, a a run to the outside. A run to the outside, yeah, you can run with your head up because you have to see the field. But when you're running through the hole, you you have to run a guy over in in order to you know get that extra yard or two that you need for that first down. I mean, think about back when Emmitt Smith played. He's small. He's low to the ground. He kept his legs high. That's just one thing he couldn't. The reason you couldn't tackle him, he was a bowling ball. He was all knees, elbows, and his head was, you know, right there down. It's hard to tackle somebody like that. Exactly. Guys like Ray Rice, Maurice Jones, Drew, you know, those type of running backs, you're not going to have a use for them anymore. And, and I, I just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I haven't seen a lot of running backs be very successful in the league running that style of running straight up. I mean, there have been a few, but not nearly as many as the guys who will lower their shoulders and run you over. I mean, think about how much that would change the way Adrian Peterson plays the game and completely change the kind of football player that he is. Now, as a defensive player, the smaller the target, the more likely I am to hit in the head. So they're trying to give the defensive player more of a target to hit so that they're not hitting the head to cut back on the concussions. You... At some point, the rules have to stop because you can't you can't do anything. You can't completely change the way the game has been played from the beginning of the game of NFL. From the beginning of the NFL, you can't completely change the way the game has been played and assume that you're going to have the same product on the field. I mean, you just won't. Now, what it will do, it will open up the possibility for a lot of other guys who couldn't make it in the league as a running back because you do have some guys who don't make it in the league because they run straight up and they can't get that extra yard. And the guys who run low to the ground, those are the better the better runners. I mean, the 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 best running backs, like you said, the guys who's all shoulder pads, knees, and helmet is all you see coming through the hole. Those are the best runners. The guys who stand straight up. I mean, uh, you know, Darius Norwood from Mississippi State a few years ago was a great running back, but he ran straight up. Got to the NFL. He was he was fast, but he ran straight up, and so it hurt what he it hurt his productivity because he ran straight up, and he was always injured because he was that kind of a runner. So it does the all it does the running back no it doesn't do him any good to have. There that are kind of a stuff. couple running backs though. There are a couple that I can think back that do have that crazy style of running straight up. Eric Dickerson. I was I was thinking of him also. Yes. And Adrian Peterson does it some. He does, but. For the most part, think about it. Yeah, they're all knees, elbows, and you know, helmet. I mean, and what are they going to do with the fullback? Is Lorenzo Neal when he goes through the full, like the line of scrimmage to blow up a linebacker? Is he not going to be able to lower his head anymore? And I mean, when's it going to end? Exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean, you, you make a great point about the fullback position because you make that position pretty much unusable <laughs> because when you give the ball to a fullback, the fullback is more than likely going to. Tuck it, lower his head, and run through. That's what you've been taught as a running back from the time that you were taught peewee, peewee, playing peewee football. Lower your head and run. Mike Allstott oh. would not have had a heck no. of a career like he did if he couldn't lower his head and blow people up. Exactly. I mean, that's all he did. Lowered his head, blow people up. And it was great. It worked out. And, uh, you know, we'll just have to see. Hopefully the NFL doesn't do that. And Roger Goodell, he's... Man, you know, he's trying to make the league safe, but in his attempt to make the NFL a safer game, he is really hurting. You know, to to say that one day with all these changes that 20 years down the line you can see the game of NFL football either no longer existing or being a shell of its former self, I can understand that, especially when you're, when you're saying stuff like, making running backs run with their head up through the hole. You just can't play the game like that. And it's just going to take away what a lot of guys could do. And it's, it's going to completely change the game plans for teams. So, you know, there you have it on that one. Right now, the Memphis Tigers are in a uh, dogfight with uh, Southern Miss. Memphis, uh, they did, it just took a four-point lead. Southern Miss had a lead. It's five minutes and 25 seconds to go in this game. It is a good game. It's a close game. It is, it is the type of championship game that you want to see because so many times uh, Memphis has played in these championship games in the Conference USA tournament, 
and they've been blowouts. I mean, I know we were got used to them blowing out teams in the John Calipari days, and things have been a little bit closer in the Josh Pastor days. But this is a this is a Conference USA Tournament Championship game. Josh Pastor is always talking about how the league is good from top to bottom, so it's at least good to have a championship game where it is very competitive. It is a close game. It is a close score. And uh, you know, I still believe the Memphis Tigers are going to come out on the top end of this because I think they're just a better team. But I do think that this helps Southern Miss's chances. Um, if you know, it's, it's a, you know, Memphis wins by two or three or a one possession win, I think it does help Southern Miss's chances of getting into the NCAA tournament with at least a good showing in the championship game today. Tennessee fans, Ole Miss fans are certainly rooting for Southern, well, Memphis. They can't have Southern Miss win. What would be more disappointing, Marcus, if Memphis lost or our performance on Thursday? Well, I mean, it's hard to outdo our performance on Thursday as far as being. <laughs> but a Memphis Tiger, a Memphis Tiger loss would, I mean, obviously has much larger implications than uh, you know than our than than our church league loss. That just hurt our pride. That was just a pride thing, and you know that's the only thing that was hurt that day. Uh, if the Memphis Tigers lose this game, you know they that that could cost them a Sweet 16 because they could go from being a a top you know six maybe even a five seed in the tournament to definitely an eight or nine seed in the tournament so um if the memphis tigers were to lose this game it 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 would have much more uh, implications for the negative side for the tigers than it would uh for you know obviously our, our, our church league but we're gonna have to see so the miss you know they're playing they're playing strong and uh the kid you're talking about he has his number cut in his head number 24 he has his number cut in his head cj so a little update on that just got a good look at uh at the number cutting the kids head so all right well that's gonna do it for uh for hang up and listen for today uh we only had two calls so it's gonna be pretty easy to uh determine a winner for hang up and listen on, on those two uh calls that we did get but uh we want to appreciate everyone for listening and uh even though we only had two calls had some calls that got some very interesting conversations uh going about Overseas fans got us to talk about soccer on the program, something that uh, doesn't normally happen. Not sure how many more times us talking about soccer will happen in the program, but giving soccer a little love. CJ's comparing soccer to a, a low-scoring football game. It's still football, man. What's the, I just don't understand the difference. A tailback runs the ball 15 times and gets four yards and then breaks one for 90. Like, what's the difference in that in soccer? Because they're hitting people. <laughs> at least you get the kids. At least you're seeing one man hit another man and try to put him on his back. They won't be hitting people for long. No, you, you're right. You're right. In, in a few few years, they're gonna run around with flags on. It's gonna be flag football. It's gonna be the, soccer's like track. It's just people running, 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 running. Yeah. Every you, once in a while, they do score. If I, you know, the, this would this would make soccer interesting. Uh, maybe. I just take I just say um take the goalie out of the game. Let's get rid of the goalie. I mean I mean then, you know, uh you know, a lot more you know, take the goalie out of the game and make the goal smaller. I dig that. And, and allow them to hit each other. Exactly. You know, give them some pads. You know, so so make it like a cross between soccer, hockey and basketball where you use your foot to put the ball in the net and you know you have like very skilled guys who can you know hit the you know deep soccer shot and it could be worth two points as opposed to you know or two goals you know, as opposed to one i don't know we're, we're just trying to find ways to make soccer more interesting and, and, we might and more have to watchable go out to mike rose and figure out a game for us we could definitely do that I mean, you know, because guess what? In a few years, you know, NFL football, as we know, it will be different. <laughs> Nobody's going to want to watch soccer, so just combine all of them. I've always wanted to be the commissioner of a league. Hey, we should get that going. We should uh, start it here in Memphis, and uh, it can be a, become a worldwide epidemic, a worldwide thing. You know, uh, NFL football started, as, uh, you know, a few guys, you know, that liked rugby and wanted to change the game a little bit. And now we have NFL football, so you never know. You never know. Well, we are. Uh, is it time for a break or what are we doing? It is time for a break. Okay, well, we are going to take a quick uh, break and we're going to be right back on the other side of uh, Memphis Sport Live. You're listening to Memphis Sport Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are the voice of Grizzlies fans. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Got all my old school pennies. 
Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, all right, all right, all right. Back. It's 12.30 here on Memphis Sport Live. Sports 56 WHBQ. High Top Mount Mariah in the studios. Marcus Hunter joined with CJ and Johnny Radio. It's a great day outside, and uh, hopefully you're listening to the program while at the same time watching uh, the Memphis Tigers basketball game. Yay! And if you are, then you know that uh, the Memphis Tigers, they're in a very good basketball game right now, finding themselves up by three points with just over two what, minutes what, what? to go in this one. And Southern Miss just not going away. The Tigers just threw the ball away and just got a horrible foul called against them. And uh, Southern Miss, uh, it's going to be a good game. It's going to come down to it. So Coming down the wire. Yeah, Here it's going go. to come down to it. We're going to be joined uh, in, in this segment uh, by Kevin Cerrito. Uh, he's on assignment somewhere, and he's going to be joining us uh, at some point in, in, in the final half hour of the show. I heard he was out at the mansion. The mansion? The mansion. Oh, the mansion. Is that is that rumor true? Chilling with is he chilling with you? Uh, you know what? If Ke- listen, if, if Kevin's if if Kevin is chilling with you, then listen. I don't know what Kevin would would, would do chilling with Hugh in the mansion because I don't know how much game Kevin has. Like like it's, it's so many women around Hugh on a regular basis. And I, I've I've been around Kevin. I'm hung around Kevin. I, I just women women love Kevin. I just I, I've just never seen like uh, maybe they just think he's the guy from the entourage. He's got shame in his game. He's got shame in his game. I think I think they just think he's the guy from the entourage, and that's and that's just how he always uh, you know is able to. Uh, <laughs> what do they think he's turtle or Johnny Drama? <laughs> turtle. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! We. We love having fun on the program. Yeah, Kevin. You better check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> Kevin's going to be joining us on the program in, in, in a few minutes. Going to find out um, what he's up to. Also going to get his thoughts on this um, Conference USA tournament uh, and, and how he's felt the uh, Memphis Tigers uh, have, have, have been faring uh, during this tournament. Uh, Trying to call him now. I'm pretty sure Kevin's Andreing us. He's uh, Really? Well, I don't know. I don't know what's up with Kevin. I don't know what he's doing. I, I, I mean, I don't know. He, I, I was just texting him a second ago. You know, he's you know, twelve thirty rolled around, and you know, he is hanging out with Hugh. <laughs> you know, anything can pop off at any moment when you're hanging out with with the health. So, we got a little. I got a little update for you. The Tiger game. Shaq Goodwin just uh, got charged with a flagrant foul. They're looking under the hood to see if it's a flagrant one or two. You know what? I saw that play, and, uh, and when it happened, this is what I was saying. The Tiger just got 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 hit with an interesting foul because I couldn't tell whether or not Shaq was trying to run the kid over or he was going for the basketball. And it's going to be interesting what they decide to call this one because I, to me it looked like Shaq was making a basketball play. But I could, you know, it, 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 it was a hard, it was a hard hit. And whenever you know it's above the shoulders, mm-hmm. you know that's where the, you know, it seems like the officials come down a little bit harder when anything's above the shoulders. Yes, definitely. And uh, th- th- this is going to be a very interesting call in this basketball game because uh, right now the Tigers are only up by three points. And 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 we remember that uh, that that Charlotte Richmond game. Um, that happened earlier this week. I'll never forget that. That's the craziest end to a basketball game I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. And here you have a situation where, you know, it's a possibility for, you know, a flagrant two, you know, which would definitely not be good for the Tigers uh, for, you know, because that would not be good for Shaq. So, uh, you know, we're going to find out what happened here in a little bit. This is one of those games, man. You know, we kind of expected uh, this to be a close game in the Conference USA tournament. Still expected Memphis to win it uh, with the Tigers being up by three points with just under two minutes to go. This could be a very uh, big uh, big moment in deciding what the what overall happens with this game. And so, it's a big call right here. It's a big call what they decide to do um, considering this. Uh, we're going to, uh, since while we're waiting uh, to get Kevin on the horn, I uh, wanted to let you guys know that, uh, you know, 
after a game in which he didn't score at all, Joe Jackson has been productive in this game. He has 10 points. Uh, Adonis Thomas is continuing to have a good uh, postseason uh, for the Memphis Tigers. 15.7 rebounds, 4 assists, and two steals for Adonis. So he is definitely making his, uh, his, his presence known in this game. Uh, so, again, big game for the Memphis Tigers. This game could go a long way in determining, you know, how far they eventually end up making it in the NCAA tournament. Because the last thing you want to do is to be in the eight-nine game. Because even if you do win that first game, then the next game uh, you have is going to be against that one seed, and so that'll put you in a pretty tough spot as far as making the uh, round of Sweet Sixteen. Uh, we uh, have Kevin Cerrito on the phone uh, right now. I want to give you another update. Florida is up on Alabama by two in the uh, SEC tournament uh, right now. That game is still early on in the first half. Uh, but right now we're going to be joined by Kevin Cerrito. And Kevin, uh, I, I hear you're hanging out with Hugh. What's going on, dude? I'm, I'm doing what? You're hanging out with Hugh. Hefner uh, at the mansion. You're at the oh, mansion? Yeah. Oh, I call him Hef. That's, I'm confused. Oh, okay. Well, my bad. Hef. You're hanging out with Hef. Yeah, in the- <laughs> Yeah, I had to take off because if you have that opportunity, you got to take off for the show. But don't what's going me. on? I, I have there's no they can't get the Tiger game here. I don't know why. What's what's this for? How's that going? Because, it's almost over. I know it's a big one. Well, dude. Uh Oh, he missed the first one. Uh, well, Memphis is up by three, and they just called a flagrant foul on Shaq Goodwin. Uh, Johnny, was it a flagrant one or a flagrant two? I wasn't looking up there at the time. Flagrant one, baby. Okay, a flagrant one on Shaq with the uh, with, with the Tigers leading by three. So Southern Miss just made a free throw. Two-point game. Southern Miss is going to get the ball back. Memphis is up by two with two minutes to go. So it's a pretty close game. All right. Well, since that's going on, I want to talk Grizzlies with you for a second because I was – I watched the game last night, right? They played they played Denver, and then they got another big, big game tonight at nine o'clock. Uh-huh. West Coast back to back. Do you think they they should have just tanked last night and rested their players like Greg Popovich did earlier on in the season? Get a fine, rest your players, do whatever. Because this is a victim of the schedule if there ever was one in the NBA, where you've got to play your harder team the night before you go on the back to back to play the easier team. You rest your players in the game, you're probably going to lose. And then you come back and and you win the next night. Would you have done that? I would have. I mean, I don't think you. I don't. I don't think that uh, that the team would have let uh, let that happen because this team. It seems to me that they have something more in their mind that they're playing for, uh, and so it's like they have a point to prove. And I think they really thought that they were a better team than Denver, and I, th- I think they are. And, and they figured they can go in there and just beat Denver and uh, and get the win. And I think that I think that they did the right thing by playing everybody because if you end up seeing Denver in the playoffs, you want to at least know without a shadow of a doubt how you need to attack this team. Right, I can see that. It's like a practice game, and and the, where it's so late in the season, now you know you're challenging Denver for seeding, and you want to have any type of possibility to get a win or to for a tiebreaker scenario of any type of situation. So I I, I can see that. You got to practice playing in the altitude as we talk about all the time. But uh, I don't know. I thought I, I thought about it because this is one of those weeks that Greg Popovich would have hated the Grizzlies with all these back-to-backs. Uh, it, earlier in the week, it worked out fine because the Clippers game, which was your harder game, was the second night of the back-to-back. So I, I like the second game being on the back into the back-to-back to back-to-back because I don't want I want the easy game to be first so you can win it so you don't possibly lose a game that you're supposed to win when it's the second night of a back-to-back you can easily slip up and lose to a team that you're better than. And that could happen tonight with the Grizzlies being tired and, and at the end of this road trip. Yeah, and it is the end of a long uh, four-game and five-day you know, road trip. And, and, and you're right, that altitude and, and towards the end of that game in the fourth quarter, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you saw, you, you looked in the Grizzlies play, players' faces, and they were huffing and puffing uh, way more than they would in the fourth quarter of most games. And that, a lot of it has to do with that altitude, and then you're in another altitude game tonight at, at, at Utah. So it's, it's not really going to get that much better. I mean, it's not as high as Denver, but, you know, it's still a high altitude. So it's just going to be interesting because you're right. You don't want to drop this game because you drop this game. Then you're in dangerous territory because – you're now really battling it out with Denver for that four or five seed where you want to continue to win and try to ensure that you get that three seed because you want to definitely avoid uh, the Denver Nuggets in the first round of the playoffs. And getting the three seed, you'll be able to do that. 
Right, and it is it is just wild how the NBA schedule just works out because the Jazz game was last night. Grizzlies very confident they could go in and win that without without a problem, but because it's the second night of a back to back, you just played Denver and it was kind of a heated, contested matchup. That who knows if you slip up tonight and lose, but I'm confident this Grizzly team they keep beating the teams they're supposed to be. They're playing really well. Marcus Gasol is. Um, playing like the all-star that he is supposed to be now and so i i i'm excited about it but the altitude here's what you got to figure out if the grizzlies are matched up with the nuggets we got to come up with an advantage for the grizzlies because the nuggets will have the altitude and memphis i mean historically our advantage here for the away teams has been tunica right where if the the team's uh, travel to Memphis that they could have a late night at Tunica the night before. There's all these rumors, you know, that Michael Jordan was down there and Allen Iverson anytime they would come to town. So we have the Tunica advantage. Is there another thing or is there a way we can utilize our Tunica advantage in a seven game series with the Denver Nuggets? Because they're going to have that altitude advantage if that happens. Uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, they turned the pyramid into a Bass Pro Shop as opposed to a casino. Cause that would have been that would have been great. Yeah, when, at one time there was talk of trying to get that bad boy turned into a casino. Uh, had that happened, then you would have had a pretty good argument uh, that uh, that would have been an advantage. Um, I don't know, man. The only thing I, I could think to do would be um, to just give, just send over platters of the best Memphis barbecue from all the best Memphis spots. Just send them over to the Nuggets Hotel. And, you know, it's going to be hard to 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 resist. Uh, oh, my goodness. I'm sorry I'm watching this game and Chris Crawford just decided to just go st- crazy towards the end of this game. He just hit two big threes. That's but, what they, they need him to. But, yeah. yeah that's what they needed him for yesterday, and you he, can't rely on that. True, Obviously. true, but uh, you know, if 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 you get the Denver Nugget players full off of um, Memphis's finest barbecue, it'll weigh them down, make, make them a little sluggish uh, during the game, and I think that'll uh, kind of offset some of the athleticism that the uh, Denver Nuggets have. Yeah, something needs to happen. Something, Grizzlies are just—I'm tired of hearing about the altitude and how Denver has that advantage. So it's a big advantage, we, huge advantage. The, the tunic advantage we can use it. Maybe we get some free limo shuttles with Memphis barbecue in it to the casino and, and have the drivers be like strippers and stuff. And then, <laughs> and then, and then we have like the, the shuttle to the casino advantage with strippers. That could work, maybe. I don't know. Kevin, we got to have something in the playoff series that's an advantage. Uh, yeah, I just, I just, you know, the only thing I can think of, you know, is just it, when you have to play in Denver, get there as early as you can, practice there as much as you can before the game, and try to get used to the altitude as best as you can because it's, it's going to be tough. The, the 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 good thing is this year it isn't a um a shortened season, a shortened playoff, so it's not like you're going to have to go up there and play games, you know, play a game and then be off one day and then play another game. So you have a few days off and hopefully be able to get acclimated to the uh, to the altitude. Um, I, I want to give you an update on this Tigers game, Kevin. You know, I was telling you about them being up by three uh, when the uh, when, when the foul happened. Uh, it, it, it was almost like the end of that uh, the, that Charlotte-Richmond game. Uh, Southern Miss went to the free throw line for six free throws. Down by three. Went to the free what? throw line for six free throws, but they only made two. They were two for six in that six uh, free throws. And uh well, tribute to Darius Washington there in the Conference USA Championship. This is some free throws in clutch time. Exactly, and then and and then Chris Crawford comes down the court and he hits uh, a, a, an NBA range three pointer and a half court range, almost half court range three pointer. And uh, he's finally turned it around at the right time. March Madness, but so we're so where are we at? How much time is left? Where the what's the, the I've been doing it because what do you do when you're away? I mean, we I track it on the if I can't get to a TV, I've been tracking on Score Mobile all morning. Uh, is the app that I use and just refreshing, refreshing, and and going back between Twitter and that, so I know the official school and kind of what's going on with people who are at the game and 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 are watching. Use the Score Mobile. Uh, am I using Score Mobile? No. What do you use when you uh, when you tr- when you can't watch the game? Uh, I, I have this uh, this ESPN um, app. Is that the same the one? Yeah. The yeah, uh, yeah, the, like the Score Center. Yeah, mine's like Score Mobile. Is that it's different? It's blue. Well, right. I got I like both it. of them. Yeah, they oh, just, yeah, both of them. They just updated the uh, ESPN. One. The, the the updated version of the ESPN one is a lot more difficult to navigate than the uh, than the original one. But uh, right now, the, the I pulled up 
I pulled up my score mobile this morning, right? I was like, all right, I gotta start tracking the game. And it pulls up pulls up Major League Baseball. I'm like, what is going on? Major League I Baseball. I've never I've never clicked on Major League Baseball and uh, it is uh, March Madness. Why is that the first thing coming up? But I gotta fix pretty fast. So yeah. the Tigers won yet or not? Uh well they're up uh they're up by they're up by four with eighteen seconds to go in the game. I don't know I don't know what what would happen. The game was going on. And, and 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 the TV went to commercials in the middle of the game. This is like the weirdest thing. The game is, is being played, and the commercials came up. So I don't really know what's going on uh, right now. Memphis is up by four points with 18 seconds to go, and uh, I, I'm I, I think the clock is stopped now. But uh, it, it was weird. Uh, Johnny, am, am I wrong or did the game cut to a commercial like in the middle of free throws? Yeah, it did. Now there's uh, 16 seconds left, from what I understand. We're up four shooting free throws. Okay, well, um, uh, I don't know what the, I don't know what the good, good folks. Feeling. Kevin, what are you doing? I mean, those are your people over there, Kevin. You gotta get on them about this. It's five people. <laughs> it's, okay, it's a two point game with five seconds to go. What happened? <laughs> we have no <laughs> idea what happened. <laughs> so the Tigers got a four point lead with two seconds. That's good. No, I'm they have a two back. point lead. It's a two point lead with five seconds now. That's what I'm saying. Like the game was going on with 30 seconds to go. They go to commercial and now it's back with five seconds to go. It is a two point game. I mean, is this real? That I don't even know what happened in the game. I got my music all tricked. That just happened. Think of the pandemonium that would be going on right now in the city of Memphis if the score was reversed and all this was going on. If you have to lead, it's fine when the, the clock keeps messing up a little bit. You're not as nervous. But if you're losing, like all of a sudden it went from 16 to 2 seconds and you're, you're just freaking oh, out. No, it's not the clock. What happened was CBS went to commercials in the middle of the game and all of this okay. stuff happened during the, during commercials. Oh, so that happened. Oh, they just went. Oh, that's even. That's that's pretty bad, too, if you're, you're in uh, Tiger Nation. You got to turn on. But good thing they can listen to us talk exactly. about watching the game. I'm starting to back off my I want Tulsa to be in the Big East or the whatever, the America 12. What is it called now? Because uh, they can't even show up for the championship game. Conference USA's championship game to watch uh, some two good teams, two tournament teams play each other. Like, you can't just show up. Nobody. There's something better to do in Tulsa on Saturday at, at 11 a.m. You're gonna. There's something better going on. What's going on in Tulsa? Uh, right you know what? I'll have to get Kristen Talon on that one. She right. usually the, the fans are they're too busy. It's a, so much other things to do than go watch some March Madness, a conference championship game. Uh, right down the street in your hometown. So I, I'm just a little concerned about these Tulsa fans. I don't know if they, uh, but of course it's, it's you know it's Conference USA. I'm on the side of I'm fine with the tournament being there too. Were you one of those guys who were upset that oh, oh he missed the free throw? Uh oh. Were you one of the guys who were upset oh! about the tournament oh! not being in Memphis? Is it a final score? Oh my goodness! It's going to overtime. Joe missed the free. Who missed the free throw? So you got to be kidding me. He's pulling a Darius Washington. Missed the front end of a one-and-one. One, got the outlet pass. Southern Miss takes it down for the layup. I'm not sure the kid got the ball off in time. What, what, what? Oh, he did. Listen, dude, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry to be yelling in the in the phone. During, you know, was, we were watching the game. This is live radio. You're watching the game, and you're seeing how the Memphis Tigers – uh, I, I, you know, the crazy thing is, no one in Memphis knows how the game even got to be at two points because they went to commercial and Twitter was blowing up just a second ago about this thing going to commercials. No clue what just happened. No clue what just happened. Like, Memphis fans are. Memphis fans have to be going crazy right now. Not only has your team allowed this game to go into. Oh, oh, he got it out just in time. No longer, not only has your team allowed this game to get into overtime, but you have no idea how it got there. Wait, so you're saying it's in over? It's oh, oh <laughs> this is I, what happened. Was it was it my friends of Channel Three who messed up, or was it? It uh, honestly, was it uh, honestly, working in television, it, it seems like because it wasn't a fade to commercial it was a cut to commercial so it seems like somewhere i'm not saying it was here locally but somewhere the wrong button got pushed right they didn't show the score and go to commercial they just it just it was bad. joe jackson made made the first free throw and then they went to commercial it was 30 seconds left by the time they came back from commercial it was 5.5 seconds to go in the game memphis was up 2 uh, it was a foul memphis went to the free throw line missed the front end of the one and one southern miss got the ball Kicked it out to half court, 
the guy drove it to the lane and got the shot off and made the layup, and now we're going into overtime tied at 62. Which, so this is, yeah, this is good, because I wanted to ask you this, because I'm, I'm concerned about our beloved Memphis Tigers. I think they've already peaked. I think they've already peaked. I think it's over, right? This is this team has not been playing very well in the tournament. They've been relying completely on Chris Crawford. Joe Jackson still being somewhat consistent with the ball, obviously missing his free throws now. But I'm, just, I'm not confident that this team is, is going to be able to pull together their first win together as a team. And then, you better the check yourself. I'm not confident. Yourself. <laughs> Kevin, you heard that, I mean, didn't you? Yeah, I heard that. I I. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not confident. I think this team is peaked. Do you think they've peaked? I mean, what, what, what's the Marcus Hunter? Do I think the Tigers have peaked? Uh, yeah. You know, I don't – you know, it's hard to say because – You're – I mean with, – Without Chris Crawford going crazy – I don't think they can win like like the way they're playing now. Like right, right. Chris you're Crawford's right. Got to be balling. Exactly, you're right. Chris Crawford has has been the baller for this team lately, and without Chris Crawford uh, going nuts from three like he has been in the past two games, I'm not even sure they win those games because uh, the the Tulsa game that game was tied at halftime, and Chris Crawford came out in the second half and just was unconscious from three. And so without his contribution from the three point line, things are a lot tougher for the Memphis Tigers. And right now, I mean, just Listen, this, this this has been a great game throughout the entire game, but you have to give the kid for Southern Miss some credit. Right. He just made a clutch play. Got you know instead of pulling up for the three, he went to the basket and got the layup to go with a tenth of a second to go before he was had to release that ball. This team, this team, I don't know. I think I think they possibly peaked because all they're doing is relying on Chris Crawford. When earlier in the year they were getting more team victories and Chris Crawford wasn't doing anything, and now. He's doing everything uh, to keep the Tigers in this game, but it, we'll see if they'll be able to pull out the win. The last game the Tigers are playing in Conference USA, does it count as being undefeated in Conference USA if you lose in the championship? Can you say, still say no. it's just, you have to then throw in we were undefeated in 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 uh, conference play only? I mean, ask, right? I mean, ask a Patriots fan: Does it count that the Patriots went undefeated in the regular season and lost the Super Bowl? Absolutely right. not. Doesn't you know? Doesn't it matter. Was doesn't cool, count. but yeah. No, you're right on that. Yeah, and so and now, it, yeah, yeah. So the, it, this could put you want to to end your conference USA run. You want to walk out the door with a win. You want to walk out with a loss. But I guess you know the old saying: uh, it's hard to beat a team three times. I have been saying all week it's hard to beat a team three times unless it's a conference USA team. But you have been uh, saying that. But uh, I guess it. Maybe it's hard just to be. I I don't even believe that that saying, but it's a fun saying to say. It's hard to be the team three times, but uh, if Memphis loses, if loses this game, then uh, Tiger fans will remember Neil Watson. They will remember Neil Watson because Neil they Watson will. is the kid that got that layup uh, and, and, got, and got that bucket to go. Uh, but you can't miss free throws. I mean, Southern Miss I'll, tried to hand you this game when they had six free throws in a row and only made two of them. Uh, you know, this game could be over already had that not happened. Now, I, honestly, I'm really curious. I wonder, I really want to know what in the world happened, <laughs> like how this game got to the – I have no idea. Nobody in the Memphis does. But here's a question. Game. If Passner loses this game and loses in the first round, is he on the hot seat? <sighs> oh, man. I mean. He's back on the, the negative criticism seat that he was on. Uh, he will be if he can't pull it off next year. There's a lot more pressure on him for, for, for next season. I think he's obviously got another year before the real people, the boosters, and want him, but, uh, want him gone. But the fans, well, the fans are not going to. Not going to let that happen, even though he went undefeated in Conference USA, which nobody thought he was going to be able to do. Yeah, if you can't, if if you don't win the Conference USA tournament, and and, and then you lose in the first round of the NCAA tournament, then yeah, you're right. Passion's going to be, you know, it's going to be, you know, he's got to win next year. That's the case. Yeah, yeah, definitely has to win next year. Oh, uh, all right. Well, I, I'm going to let you go because uh, I'm going to go try to find a TV so I can watch in in this ball game. But uh, I cannot believe it's under overtime. I thought we were going to be here giving you the first thoughts of the Tigers. Uh, Conference USA Championship, and now we're turning and talking about overtime and missing seconds on the television. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be like, where is that footage? We got to find that footage of whatever happened in there, and uh, in those few seconds. But all right, I got to go. I will see you back next week. I guess in the studio then. All right, man. Cool. I will see you next week. All right. Cool. All right. There was a uh, Kevin Cerrito. Uh, did he ever say where he was? <laughs>
I guess no, he, I don't think he did. I guess he's hanging out with hell for real. Because <laughs> he never said where he was, and you know there are no TVs. And I mean, if you're if you if you're at the mansion, I mean, why do you really need a TV? <laughs> you keep that stuff on the down low, you know. Yeah, exactly. You don't really need to know. No point. No need to know what's going on in the outside world. I think that's why I've never been invited invited to the mansion because I can't help but tell everybody what my business is. And that's why Kevin can't keep up with the score because you because when you walk in you have to get rid of your cell phone. It's all it, see it's all starting to make sense. Well, wow. So things have uh, taken a big turn in this uh, Conference USA tournament championship game. Uh, I mean it's it's, it's going to be a lot of new uh, new storylines to this game. Uh, Memphis uh, blowing a, a, a lead. The uh, the flagrant foul towards the end of the game that gave Southern Miss all of those free throw opportunities when they only made two of them. The uh, the where did the 25 seconds go? Uh, what happened in those 25 seconds of, of, of basketball time that uh, fans here in the city of Memphis weren't able to see? And you know who's going to win this game? We were hoping by the end of the show that we would have a a, a clear winner for you from this basketball game, but it, it seems like we're going to have to go. And, and you're just gonna have to, you know, follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Twitter, Mister underscore Hunter underscore Fox thirteen, and uh, I'll be keeping you updated on what's going on with the game. I had one thing I wanted to do. What's up? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Would have been nice. Would have been nice. Chris Crawford just hit a just hit a two point jumper. However, he banked it off the glass, so he shot a two pointer, but he was really shooting it as a three, which is why he banked it in off the glass. So, but uh, yeah, so Memphis Tigers uh, and Southern Miss. Not sure what's going to happen towards the end of this game. Now it's been a good one though, and uh, you know we have definitely had fun on the program uh, today. Want to thank Dustin Starr. For uh for uh, for calling in today, he's uh, calling in from Kentucky. We want to wish him well, and uh, and uh, his fitness competition. And I also want to thank Kevin Cerrito for calling into uh, the show. We've had a, a ha- had a great show today, everybody. Uh, champ, big Saturday in college basketball. Tomorrow is Selection Sunday, and tomorrow we will know the who, the where. And the win, the Memphis Tigers will be playing in the NCAA tournament. And uh, this time next week on the program, we will have already talked about one Memphis Tiger NCAA tournament basketball game. Hopefully they have another one coming up or being played at that time. We won't know until next Saturday. And we will find out on Selection Sunday who the Memphis Tigers will be playing. And uh, have a few more minutes left in this game. Hopefully they can get it done. But for now. For CJ and Johnny Radio and also Kevin Cerrito and thanks again to Dustin Starr, I am Marcus Hunter and thank you for listening to the number three sports talk radio show in Memphis, Memphis Sport Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We go!